Welcome to It's All Fine and Dangy, where we talk about community, culture, and all of the big and little things that make life good. Here are your hosts, Dan and Angie. Hello and welcome to episode 107 of the It's All Fine and Dangy podcast, where we meet with and visit local small businesses. Today, Angie and I are sitting at the hotel that we go to every year for our anniversary. We love this place so much. Yes, love it. The ambiance of the place is so great. And the vibes, the staff, the service, everything in here is amazing. This place opened in January of 1927. And at the time, it was known as the safest and most technologically advanced hotels of its time. He likes the, that part the, of it. The technology <laughs> side, for sure. But before we get into all of that, I want to introduce Alicia Wilder. She is the manager of the historic Edgewater yes. Hotel. I noticed that was added in there because it did used to just say the Edgewater Hotel, and now it right. says the historic Edgewater. So that's yes. pretty cool. Yeah. So we are in downtown Winter Garden, Florida, and this place is awesome. But before we get into talking more about the place and the history of it and everything else, Alicia, welcome to the show. Thank you. And we would like to do what we do with every guest and find out a little bit about you personally, whatever you're comfortable sharing with us. Sure. Um, I moved here to Winter Garden 15 years ago. Oh, wow. And had moved directly into the hotel, into one of the guest rooms. Oh, okay. wow. Now, how did that come about? <laughs> did you come here for the job or you just moved to the area? Yeah, I had a change of faith. And so it led me out of the life I was in into finding a new place to start and build a future. Okay. And okay. so the ownership here had become a friend and they offered me a job working at the formerly Choctaw Willie's restaurant. And I became the, um, kind of do whatever girl. <laughs> so I, you would, were willing, right? Yeah, I was willing. <laughs> so I had a room, I had a free room and then I worked doing whatever they asked, which was fun. So I learned a lot of things. I started out doing the catering because mm -hmm. that's kind of where I came from. I did wedding catering. Um, oh, that's perfect fit for her. Yeah. So got here and started doing catering and then helping do rooms and cleaning and this and that and just rolled into the opportunity that I had now, which is to invest into learning all the background of the historic nature and how to restore everything in oh, um, cool. being given the opportunity to invest my time mm -hmm. so that I could become a part owner. So that's, that's where we're at now. Oh, so look at that. Awesome. See, that's... now you didn't mention that when we first sat down, you, <laughs> you saved a little something for yeah. us. So you are the manager Right. But you're also part owner. That's, yeah. That must feel pretty cool, though, to start kind of just um, where you started, kind of doing mm -hmm. everything, and then being able to be an actual part of the history of this place. Yeah. And it's given me a lot of opportunity to know how to run everything because I've done a lot of the everything. Sure. Yeah. That's, a, that's a great example of basically yeah. starting from ground level mm -hmm. and building your way up to the top. I love yeah. those kind of success stories. And you probably have unlimited stories about the hotel. Oh, yeah. You know, we've only been coming here regularly for the past three years, I think. Four. Four, four mm -hmm. years. And even in the time we've been coming, we've seen upgrades. And, you know, I, I like how when you guys upgrade, you still keep it historic. Mm -hmm. You know, and that's obviously yeah. by design. 
Um, so you mentioned earlier that you learned a lot of like the restoration and stuff like that, but you obviously probably know a lot of history about the place as well. Cause people mm-hmm. want to know about that when and they come a, and stay at some place. Yeah. Like there's this. a lot of history. To oh, this yeah. Tell us a little bit. I mean, we've looked up some stuff from previous when we've been here and yeah. learned a lot when we've been yep. here, but we'd love to hear what you have to share. Sure. Um, so there's always a little history behind everything, right? but one piece in particular we acquired and it's a blue couch that's yeah, up on the second right floor there. okay anybody can come sit in it <laughs> and it was ordered by president abraham lincoln and delivered to his house in mount vernon i think wow. but he never got to sit in it because he died before he arrived. oh that is wild. That is truly a unique experience to have mm-hmm. that. Yeah. And we're yeah. going to sit in that couch and take a picture on yes. it right before we leave. We absolutely <laughs> are. That's good. Kind of just an overall synopsis. Um, it started in 1927, like you said, was built for the businessmen who would come into the area. A lot of them came into town to go fishing at Lake Apopka, where there was a huge, almost world-renowned bass fishing Back when it opportunity. Was beautiful, oh, yes. Isn't that so sad in a I way? I know, it's sad. Yeah, it's getting better, but that's so. The big, uh, fishing was big business back then here. Definitely. Wow. So there were fish camps, and then the men would stay here. Yeah. Um, a lot of the drive, too, is the orange groves or the different plantations and stuff that would have produce. And the train tracks right in the middle of downtown mm. sent all that, you know, shipments and stuff up north. And so they would come down and make sure their shipments were, you know, loaded properly and all set to go. And uh-huh. so it's kind of that avenue for those like business owners as well. Coming into the area, seeing the town, getting to go fishing, have yeah. a good weekend, yeah. check on what your, you know, business is operating and doing. And then cool. head back up north. It was so. like the hot spot to come for that. Oh, for sure. Because, yeah. you know, it, as I travel for business now, or at least before the world ended, mm-hmm. th- there are cities that you go to where there's really cool stuff to do. And then there are cities you go to where it's all just got to go do work stuff. So I can mm-hmm. almost ev- envision... The businessmen the- walking around. And I always forget about the train tracks because, you know, and, and now it's the rails to trails, which we yeah. ride this trail all the mm-hmm. time. And we love it. Did the, tr- did the tracks come right through the center of the right city? Right through the center. Wow. Yeah. wow. So they've kind of kept that with the yeah. um, the rails to trails, kept that yeah. as mm-hmm. part of the ambiance or history of the town. So yeah. that yeah. is really cool. Yeah. But it, I can also see how it added to the uh, draw of the Edgewater Hotel because mm-hmm. you can literally look right out your hotel window and see the train right there in front of you. Yeah. That's cool. So that's been neat to learn about that. Um, Kind of the next major thing the hotel was used for was the baseball industry. Hmm. So Florida in general is a good warm state all year round. And so they'd have a lot of baseball camps and summer camps and all that. So we decorated during COVID our bathroom. So if you come and see the men's bathroom... If you're a man, I guess. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> well, now I'm going to go in too. You know that. <laughs> um, but we redecorated it with the uh, history of the Washington Senators team who would come and stay in the hotel sometimes, but would use the baseball field that the city has over here. Um, for their baseball camp. Oh, how cool oh, is that? So they cool. ran like a little league baseball camp for kids in the yeah. summer. Would train yeah. the little kids. That's and awesome. Use that 
area. So we have oh, a lot of memorabilia cool. down there and some old pictures and some old jerseys and other oh, stuff. Yeah. So, so cool. That's pretty cool. It really is. Kind of like a locker room. But. Yeah. And I know one of Dan's um, favorite parts of history about this hotel, it has something to do with Disney World. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So if I'm not mistaken, wasn't this like a big spot for the crews that were building Disney? Correct. Yeah. yeah. Um, before that, yeah, the baseball teams were here and then the hotel was just kind of a hotel. Kind right. Of struggled through that depression era sure. after mm-hmm. depression, um, but started getting people to come in more long term and then reached the Disney era. Yeah. So kind of the last thing um, after the war and soldiers and different things they housed. Oh, were, yeah. That's a great point, yeah. though. I want to stick with that one for a minute because didn't the army stay here during right. the war? They had soldiers who they had housed here for a little while before they were off to base camp and then right. um, mm. off to war. So. Before they went overseas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was the last stop. Yeah. yeah. So that that was used for the hotel probably in the 40s. Yeah, that would make and sense, then, yeah. And then, yep, yeah, then in the early 60s, people didn't know what was going on, but all big of a sudden secret. there was these big, <laughs> yeah. you know, rough and tough guys who were supposed to be digging out these swamps that started showing up at the hotel in droves. And yeah. it kind of degraded the value is what we've been told of the mm. town and the quality of the area and stuff yeah. and everything kind of was falling by the wayside at that point because of the depression mm-hmm. and the war yeah yeah right so that was kind of the last major thing the hotel was used for before it ended up closing its doors in the early 70s how long was it closed for 30 years. Oh, my god! So gosh. it sat for 30 right. years. Wow. Wow. Now, did it have, like, a single owner at that point? Was it, you know, like, uh, in foreclosure? What happened to it? Um, I think it had one owner at that time, but it had gone through, you know, three or four previous owners over the years. And for us to, or for the current ownership to have gotten the building, they had to actually search around the state for the different owners and get oh, approval wow. <laughs> like in a order to hunt. find the wow. ti- like find the rights to the yeah. title wow. and get that transferred over so they could take on this project of restoring this old building, which is amazing that they were able to keep it. Now that restoration was that first restoration was done. Was that the two thousand three restoration? Yes, it started in ninety five. Right. Okay. And that's when it ended was 2003. Right. Ended in 2003. So and that's a while. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. And what was the, okay, so when they were, the restoration, they were trying to restore it to like its original or as close to the original Correct. Um, 1920s build that it was? Yeah. So they actually knocked down a few of the random extra walls that were put on the first floor. Mm-hmm. And you can see the remains of the terraza we had to repair, like the marks in the oh, floor. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. that be. stuff doesn't like to come up, right? No. Is that That's the flooring, that, and it does not right. like to come up. <laughs> it's a very cool cement, like rock flooring mm-hmm. yeah. that's original. So, so that's now cool. I have to go look for that because right. it's little tidbits of things <laughs> like that that I hear no, about that I'm like, there. oh, now I got to go look for that yeah. because she said it. So I got to see. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's so cool, all the history. And we probably should have mentioned for those of you listening, we are sitting in the hotel right now. Mm-hmm. So you may have heard the clock chime in the background or traffic go by outside, but we're sitting in, I guess we would call it the kitchen. 
Yeah, the lobby kitchen. Yeah. Yeah. Dining room. And what we love about this is this is kind of like a bed and breakfast feel. So when you stay, you can come out here to the little kitchen and they've got snacks and teas and, you know, you can bring your own food out here and heat it up or whatever. But people sit at the very large table that has these very... Game of Thrones looking chairs that I love yeah, that are new from last time we were well, here. Well, also the breakfast. And chat with people, Yeah, right? you guys serve breakfast here. And we it's do. like that 1920 style. Yeah, just your traditional your American traditional, breakfast yeah. like they would have done back then. Back then. So. I love that. And I'll tell you, we have met people here when we're sitting here chatting and everyone's yeah. so cool and so friendly and they're going to the theater or doing some of the other things that we like to do around here. But... We found that we're not the only ones that are like repeat. Some people are first time here and they love it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But some of the people we've met, this is like a thing they come back and do. Do you see a lot of the repeat guests? Yeah, I would say more than half, if not 80% of our clientele are repeat customers. Oh, wow. It doesn't wow. surprise me. A lot. No. Yeah. It doesn't surprise me a bit. And no. we're filling up again, which is yeah. nice. Yeah. And what I love is that the prices for the rooms are fair prices. And I think that makes it affordable for families to come stay because mm-hmm. you have families that come stay, wedding parties that come stay. We just walked up here and there was guys all suited up, ready for the wedding, (laughs) to go to a wedding. Um, But this last year has been a little challenging. Mm -hmm. Um, So how did you guys uh, rise up to those challenges of this past year? How did you get through? Let's chat a little bit about that. Sure. I guess the most unique thing about the hotel is that the staff members, including myself, are all kind of part owners or partners. And there's a vested interest. I love it. And we actually reside on the third floor. Yeah, I told Dan that before we came. I'm like, you're going to know who she is. We see (laughs) her every year. We see, um, and I'm bad. I'm not really bad with names. Um, The long-haired, (laughs) brown-haired girl. She always cooks the breakfast. Oh, what is her name? Um, Katie, probably. Probably, yeah. But it's the same faces that we see every year, which we love. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you guys live here. I'd love that. You have a vested interest as an owner. Mm -hmm. You also have a vested interest as a resident because this is your house, Mm -hmm. right? Oh, yep. So that's... So we want to keep it nice. Of course. Upkeep and of course. So when everything went crazy in March and we had to you know, had tons of cancellations yep. and people dropping out. We figure, why not just close? There's no point in trying to stay open for one or two people yeah. if we can close and get stuff done. Because yeah. if we all reside here, we quarantine together. Sure. And so we were able to actually work and make, actually worked harder. Oh, I <laughs> Probably. bet. Cause because there's no, no we hours. We had all these projects yeah. that we had this limited time frame to get yeah. done. Yeah. So we had from March till I think the middle or end of May. Yep. And we maybe bit off more than we could chew oh. at the time because <laughs> well. we had like we had like sanding machines, we had the floors stripping, we had the wow. first floor being wa- you know, redone and wow. waxed. We had the bathroom project going I on and enough. we've had like you guys all this made like a honey do list and you oh, went yeah. to it. <laughs> it was kind of one of those moments I look back and like, no, I don't know if I want to do that again. But as a manager, it was it was neat to see kind of the the busy bee projects side of it and sure. see everybody like, okay, this is your job, your job, your yeah. job. And so yeah. you guys are working, you know, not only as co-works, 
co-workers, but you're like a family right. here because mm-hmm. you're together all the time, yep. yeah. live in the same area, working together. So you must all work very well together if you were able to get those projects done and yeah. and it be peaceful, hopefully. Yeah. I mean, we all have our own strengths and weaknesses. So mm-hmm. um, those of us who understand the woodworking side of things usually geared towards that sure. or those yeah. of us sure. who can paint will paint the room and yep. the rest of us can varnish or sounds like you and me doing the, the house Angie. i'm telling you <laughs> i know what to stay yeah. away from <laughs> yeah. right but i think to your point alicia the the and probably got so busy partially because there's no downtime normally you're having to work around guests and you don't mm-hmm. want to be in here mm. refinishing a table when you have people yeah. trying to eat or whatever so yeah we're usually too busy and full every weekend that yeah. we can't accommodate doing larger projects because you're running out of time and i mean disney's really good at the whole idea of keeping everything fresh and new sure. so yeah. they have this whole nighttime <laughs> staff I, I know, uh, yeah. we have to sleep at right night when yeah we're that's another fascinating day, tidbit so. to me they come in there with those major big lights uh-huh. and a whole separate crew and they work all night yeah right. you can't possibly do that so but we we try to follow that same idea of even though it's historic it's not run down and we like to keep it fresh and keep it nice and make sure everything's super clean and and doing it the right way because it's ours and we're, we're yep. very we're proud. proud of yeah. the yeah. product that we we offer to people. Well, I can say I wouldn't have known about the place if it wasn't for Angie. But ever since the first time I came here. It was a surprise date weekend. It, yeah, it was <laughs> awesome. a surprise date. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's because there's so much going on right here in the middle of the city. Yeah. And there's so many restaurants and bars and the theater and just yeah. shops and things like that. Mm-hmm. It's very unassuming tucked right in here it's a hidden so, little gem it and really that's how is. i like things i know but when she <laughs> said we're staying at the hotel i in my mind i thought i've never seen a hotel down there and we've walked the strip 20 times and i was so pleasantly surprised yeah. when mm-hmm. i found where it is just the attention to detail how nice it is here how nice and friendly the staff are and you can literally walk to some of Everywhere. the best restaurants one of our very favorite restaurants ever the chef's table you can walk to uh the theaters and the little ice well, cream you, shop. Well, you can't only walk to the chef's table. You can take the stairs right down yeah, to the Yeah, let me be clear. It's, it's steps away from your room. So. Which is really nice after you're really nice and full and have had some wine at the chef's table. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So tell us your connection with the chef's table. How are you affiliated with the restaurants or the businesses that are below you? Because you guys sit on the second floor, correct? Yeah. Right. Um, so how are you connected to those businesses? Um, we've had a longstanding, really good relationship as like, not really co-op, but kind of, mm-hmm. um, partners. Cause they, they lease the spaces from us Yeah, yeah, and from the building. So as a part owner, it's from us. Yes, of <laughs> yeah, course. Sure. But yeah, they've been a great tenant and we've loved having them. Um, so I have a question during the restoration and I'm not sure if you know, but during that restoration that ended in 2003, was that already a kitchen down there or was it built out specifically to be a restaurant? Mm, good question. Um, it actually has transformed over the years. The side where the Thai restaurant is yep. was a kitchen and okay. set up mm. for the Choctaw Willie's restaurant that Which, I started with. Yeah, okay. Oh, okay. The other side had a kitchen, so part of it was there, but then we actually turned it over to a flower shop for a little while. I see. And then back to just fine dining and then... The current chef's table owners came in and took over the fine dining and set it up with right. also the tasting room in the front. Yes. So that's been a the nice tapas, little uh, place. 
Isn't spot that? for people. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. a great really place too. Really good stuff. There. Very good. That's interesting. Do you partner with other businesses around here? Or is that kind of it with the Thai place and the uh, chef's table and the um, I, tapas? Ice break? cream shop. Down the there ice too. cream shop. Oh, that's right. Oh, and that's the right. barber. Yeah. Is the barber still down there? Uh-huh. Yeah. The yep. barber. Can that I wanted you to go get. Oh yeah, the I don't. I can't. I don't have enough of a beard. It would be a ripoff for me. Um, but yeah, we've right. tried to partner with some people in town. A, a bunch of different businesses used to do like a merchants guild or whatever. Mm. Right, right. A bunch of stuff going on. But our main partner is the theater. Of course, a lot of people oh, I didn't know you were partners do, with the theater. Do packages and stay and oh. get a two nights and get a couple tickets. Oh, over yeah. there. Oh, remember I it. told you do we got deal. free tickets for oh, over there I, because I we booked the stay, now. and I was mm-hmm. like. Oh, okay. That, well, we were going to get them anyway, but that's a great <laughs> yeah. theater too. It's so quaint. It's it so and, and it we gives that it. same historic feel of the hotel that. And I don't know the history of Winter Garden or what this you know strip looked like all back then, but you can see some of the things that seem like they've been here for a long time yeah. at least. Yeah, the purpose when the hotel was being restored was to try to keep the whole town and strip in that historic avenue and historic district. Yes. So they really pushed to kind of help get the theater um, keeping its history and a bunch of these other business storefronts keeping their history. And yeah. that's could- kind of why we push so hard for, even though we're a historic building, not just keeping the facade, but really providing that ambiance and providing that, product that's going to allow people to enjoy the history exactly and see and it, 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 it and, and it taking comes a through. step back in time mm-hmm. when you it, enter the hotel yeah and the first step that you take is when you check in at <laughs> down at the bottom and you are down at the bottom down at the, the first floor <laughs> lower yeah. level yep. um and we usually call up mm-hmm. and then the the little counter back there is decorated with so things like from the era phone and so an cool. antique hotel sign like the Even, old operator yeah. system yep it's and really old, cool like, mailbox yeah, yeah. i just so Cubbies. you get the feeling as soon as you walk in even with the ice cream shop right next door it's, yeah you know they have maintained that and the lobby period feel too yeah absolutely have and then if you're a guest here you get to go on a very special ride <laughs> yeah and want to talk about the tell us about that ride <laughs> we have an original 1926 Otis elevator. Yes. And it has to be manually operated by a staff member because we drive it. I remember (laughs) asking that the first time we got in it because for those of you listening, you can visualize it's one of those elevators where you get in, there's like a, almost like a sliding door. Mm -hmm. And then there's one of those sort of gates that you see in the movies that they slide Uh across. Then there's a gear and I'll let you describe exactly how it works, Alicia, but there's a gear you like pull down to go down and then pull back up to stop. You have Mm -hmm. to line it up just right. Yep. Yeah. We pull it up to drive upwards and yeah. then have to line it up in the middle and hope it goes <laughs> yeah. and stops at the right place. <laughs> right. And so sometimes there's been, been like trained, a little step yeah. up where mm-hmm. it's like, oh, That's well, amazing. we almost got there. Yeah, but it still works. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah. It and has to be one of the oldest elevators still in operation. Yeah. And do you guys have like a little timer in your head that you count how many seconds? <laughs> what is sure. Like, I want to know what it is that makes you, you know, okay, now is the time. That would be nice if it worked, but it depends on the weight. So it's different oh. every oh. single How much time. do you weigh? So let me guess. <laughs> don't ask that. No, right? don't let ask me guess. That. Is it the glass you can kind of see through? You can tell when you're at the floor level. That's when yeah. you stop. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can see through the gate into the wall and the shaft that you're going. That's so what it is. 
But the funny thing is I've been here for, you know, 15 years driving it. So when I'm in there by myself, I could probably close my eyes and the way that the elevator sounds and oh, how yeah. it feels, I could, I could know when to stop oh, that's by cool. myself. That I is pretty cool. That is really cool. Yeah. And I love that you guys, I mean... Like I said, when you step into the hotel, you step back in time, yep. definitely. And it's really through all the um, decor that you guys have added. The You're collecting from that time period. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Was a lot of that here when the restoration was complete? Or have you collected? Do you continue to collect? How do you get your items for the hotel? Yeah, that's an awesome question. Because when I first got here, there were six bedrooms that were done. Mm-hmm. And they had very minimal accommodations yeah like there was a bed and a dresser and maybe a small chair and really nothing was left in the building when they bought it oh so so you had to start from scratch everything that you see here has been a lot of love and searching Mm. and painstakingly like some of it's great finds and some of it you kind of just get this piece from nowhere and We've learned how to restore things, yeah. so that's yeah. been fun too. Well, it's it's crazy that's because there, that's a talent right there. I was going to say there's nothing that's ever like broken or run down. Mm-hmm. You can tell it's antique, but everything it's that, that nice. has the charm, everything works perfectly. But you yeah. can tell it's an antique. Even like the silk flowers that you guys have around, that was a big thing way back in what the twenties. Yeah, yeah. I wonder why that is. Just because I think they were new back then. Right. The oh. silk being turned into flowers is yeah. pretty unique. Okay. They wanted to keep things beautiful without having to water it all the time. Right. Yeah. And it and you know, they look it's like these these thing. look real, but just think of it before that you couldn't get anything that looked anything like a real flower except a real flower, which then yeah. dies. Yeah. Oh, that's a really interesting point. Yeah. So I that's like another that. one of those little details that's yeah. really cool. As we first came into the the lobby or the kitchen lobby or whatever you call it here, there was a wedding party that was kind of chilling and getting ready to go. Do you have mm-hmm. a lot of wedding parties and events like that? We do sometimes. Um, a lot of times it's just the guests staying because we don't actually have a wedding facility, Yeah, which is unfortunate, but the building's only yeah. one size. A lot of pretty yeah. spots around here, though. There's but, a lot of cool places But, you know, town. they do have, like, the little um, reception hall over mm-hmm. here, and I figured a lot of people would, you know. Yeah, the city I checked on the that. Yeah, history center, and they have that. And then the theater also has above their... Um, old theater space. The building yeah. around it has the ballroom up there. Yeah, is yeah. that where so the, there's a greenhouse? Is that, that the theater? Um, yes, above the ballroom is the greenhouse. Okay, we, we saw it from the that. taco restaurant earlier today. Yeah. The whole enchilada, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so this area has brought in a lot of new businesses too. How has mm-hmm. that increased business here at the Edgewater? Um, we've definitely seen it. I'm increase. just assuming. Right. Did it increase? See how I did there? It should. <laughs> But yeah, a lot of a lot of the business customers or more the businessmen and women who Mm -hmm. are coming into the area or they bring in their clients or this and that will show up and are looking for a room. And like you said earlier, you're surprised that we're all of a sudden there's a hotel, which I think maybe 50 percent of the people in the area really know that we're here. And the other 50 percent have no clue. Right. And so a lot of the businesses will just be looking up where should I put somebody to stay in like the nearest area? And they're like, hey, it's right on the street. It's literally (laughs) 10 feet from where I'm at. I guess I should go check it out. Yeah. Which is cool that we're getting a lot more of that local traffic now because I think people... 
especially around Florida with the COVID situation, yep. have been looking for local travel. So besides just the businesses, we've gotten a lot of local staycation Florida kind travelers. of things. Yeah, and which I think, has been awesome. Yeah, I think what we've noticed over doing our um, like the virtual in- interviews this year during COVID is that so many more people are looking for local. They're supporting mm-hmm. local. So yeah. I think that's been a really positive thing that's came yeah. out of this mm-hmm. is that our community is really embracing those small family owned businesses and Mm -hmm. it's, it's creating, um, or it's making areas thrive more. Oh, absolutely. I think that's amazing. It would surprise me if local businesses specifically haven't done better than they were doing before because now people, and we've heard of many that are doing, we have actually, but a lot of people are avoiding the chains and avoiding the, they're trying to help support their local community. And I think this is a great example of that. Mm -hmm. Um, for us, even before COVID, what I love beyond the, you know, the ambiance of the place and the history of the place is you've got the bike trail, right? We, we bring the bikes and we have between park that, the theater and the shops, <laughs> we have like, right, we park them downstairs. We have like a slam jam packed weekend without yeah. even leaving this area, which mm-hmm. is pretty neat. Yeah. It's not super common. I mean, if you went and stayed in like a Marriott or something, you're going to run out of yeah, things to do, yeah. and, you know, unless you're in a really busy place like Disney or iDrive or the yeah. places that are overrun. I wanted to um, just touch on one thing. Um, so besides like a lot of repeat customers like you have that keep you booked, how do you market yourself? Do you do you just stick to word of mouth or and do just you need know to? that? Yeah. yeah. Or do you need to even? Um, for a lot of the years we hadn't needed to. Well, that's that's a blessing. It's been nice. (laughs) But we've been pretty busy um, every weekend filling up. So we didn't feel like it was a super big push. Obviously, we've done little bits of marketing here and there. Mm -hmm. We try to put ourselves in the local stuff like the chamber and um, some of the local map guides and different things like that. Or... um, just the biggest one being uh, exposed on Expedia channels and different things like that. Reviews. I was going to yeah. say, I, I see some little plaques here. Yeah, that, TripAdvisor Awards yeah. we won for the last, I don't know, I guess 10 years since wow. I've been here. Oh, but, that's probably, so that's probably a major yeah. way that people oh, find yeah. out about A lot of people looking online. And so when we have those awards and we have those reviews from our customers who are loyal and they love it, it it so makes all the difference. Sells itself. Yeah. yeah. Well, this is, place is truly a hidden gem. It is awesome. It is awesome. Yeah, and we've we been inc- starting to enjoy um, offering locals those opportunities like Florida discounts and being able to offer some summer packages. So we've got some stuff like that coming up through the oh, summer. Nice. Oh, nice. That's some three-day right. weekday deals and a little staycation yeah i mean this is like the perfect place to do we've done it especially if you're an active person and you love the outdoors you have the bike trail here great food that's right up and down this strip that's locally owned um restaurants there's entertainment down here so a lot of the bars will you know have live music Mm-hmm. So that's like our kind of thing. That's what yeah. we want to go to. Farmer's do Market every Saturday. Oh, the Farmer's Market. market. Great point. We love that. Every and Saturday. it's got like that old school, like here upstairs, there's like a living room beside us where people just chill on couches. And then downstairs, there's the big lobby where you can just hang out and chill. I know. It's pretty cool. It's very cool. So what's coming up this year? What are we looking forward <laughs> to most this year? 
Well, just getting back into a normal season. I think yeah. we've been trying to make sure every guest room is fully cleaned and super sanitized. Yes, of course. Normal. Yeah. Um, but just making sure guests feel comfortable yet, sir, like they have service, they're given breakfast. We're doing our best to still provide like a nice full service opportunity without risking everybody's safety yeah so yeah exactly really trying to get that taken care of but yet looking forward to it being better yeah yeah things kind of going back to yeah. normal and not having because yep. i would imagine it can be challenging sanitizing with mm -hmm. so many antiques and, yeah. and all the wood that we have in here be yeah, careful that's the it. one i was talking about <laughs> that was her she yeah. always she always Lila. serves our breakfast very our nice breakfast. very nice yeah. <laughs> See, I know, the, I know the face when I see it. <laughs> yeah. Well, Alicia, thank you so much for sitting down with us. We You're love welcome. the place. We'll continue to come here. And uh, how can people find the Edgewater? You can look for us on the internet at historicedgewater.com. Very nice. I'll put a link in the show notes like I always do. And this has been fun. It's been yeah. very cool. We'll be back in three weeks and change. Yes, Excellent. we will. And it's been cool to kind of sit here in this area and you get the people coming up and down the stairs. So if you hear some of that in the background, yeah. we're like right in the midst of it, yeah. people. <laughs> the ambiance of the place. It's great. It's like a big yeah. house, kind of. I know. It's really cool. Well, thank you so much once again. Thank and you. You enjoy the rest of your day and thank you for taking your time with us. You're yes, welcome. indeed. All right, guys, we're going to take a quick break and as always we'll be right back and welcome back to episode 107 of the It's All Fine and Danji podcast. We are so happy that we were able to sit down with Alicia from the historic Edgewater Hotel in Winter Garden. Um, we've been working on that, getting that interview in for about a year, as we mentioned on the show, and we were so excited to just finally be able to meet with her and chat about that awesome hotel that's right here locally. I know, and I, we, you know, we are very excited about that every year. It's funny, this morning we started watching some old YouTube videos and we've been videoing little things because we just love that town. But it was cool to sort of officially meet with the manager and, you know, get some history from her. And yeah. it's just a lot of interesting stuff. I had no idea about the ownership and that they lived there. Just very cool stuff. So one of the things that Dan chatted with Alicia about before the interview was if there was any paranormal experiences in the hotel and she uh, said yeah. no yep. i mean she's had some people say that they've experienced something but she lives there and hasn't experienced anything mm, right. so yeah just because it's older doesn't mean you're going to get that kind of um uh paranormal paranormal i can't say that word paranormal, paranormal experience yeah. <laughs> I, I like the idea of it you oh, know of course. of course and i think some places maybe that kind of stuff's happening uh -huh. i don't know i go back and forth on what i believe but yeah you know, it's kind of cool for her to just say, no, you know, if every single historic place said there was activity, it would make me more of a skeptic. So. Oh, yeah, of course, of course. But what I love about staying there is just everything is, you can walk to everything. I mean, we go there every year for our anniversary, 
And then we walk right downstairs to our favorite restaurant. We talked about that on the during the interview, yep. the chef's table. And if you have not been to the chef's table and experienced their fine dining option that they have, you have to go. I'm talking the food is phenomenal. The wines are phenomenal. It's just an all-round um, five-star experience. It really is. And, you know, we talk about things to do while you're in Central Florida. This is one of those sort of, I'm going to use the term hidden gem again. Yeah. Because it's a very unassuming building from the outside. So the first time Angie scheduled for us to go, keep in mind, this is a restaurant that it, the front part of the restaurant is like a tapas place, as we mentioned with Alicia. The tasting room. The tasting mm -hmm. room. And that's really the name of the restaurant is the tasting room, isn't it? Um. Yeah, I it's no, okay. it's the, it says both on the. Oh, does it say both? Yeah. Okay, maybe it says. But I've always known it as the tasting room. Yeah. And I had been there before. I had no idea that in the back of the tasting room, where the kitchen is, where the chefs cook, that's the chef's table. And some of you have surely been to a restaurant where they do this chef's table thing. But I'm telling you, they come out. It is a four and a half course meal. Let's mm -hmm. call it because there is an optional cheese board, there is an appetizer, there is a salad, there is the meal, there is dessert. Yeah. You can get a wine pairing option with it. and We do not, it all, of course. We, we do it all, of course. <laughs> and, but not only do you, uh, you know, get all this wonderful food, but the chef will come over and tell you in great detail each option. Come see how it's tasting. The mm. wines are so different for each phase of the meal. And a lot of the times, this is what's so great. You know, uh, we'll be talking to one of the chefs, whichever one is serving us at the time, and they'll say, you know, this is a really good wine. I'm going to have one with you guys. And you look in the kitchen, and they're literally sipping a glass of wine, the same one we're sipping. It's such a cool communal kind of yeah. vibe in there. And it's a very big city um, type restaurant. You know what I mean? It's like something I feel like if you went to New York or Chicago, it would be one of those fancy small like restaurants, but that has that kind of feel. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. It's like something I wouldn't expect to find here in Florida because we are such a touristy um, type state yeah. that, you know, it's usually like fast food chains and, and bigger things like that. So to know that this is that we discovered this like right in our backyard um, it's just amazing. So you have to experience that if you are in the area or if you live here and haven't experienced it yet, because I have so many people I tell about it yeah. and they're like, what's this place? I'm like, oh, you have to, right. at least once in your life. Sure. Like, but once in your life will turn into a regular special occasion Undoubtedly. type thing. Undoubtedly. So, I also want to mention, since you were talking about the paranormal stuff, if you're into that kind of stuff, we had a very cool interview oh, with, Scotty, with Burns. Scotty Burns from mm -hmm. War Party Paranormal episode 83 of the podcast yes she's part of one of these paranormal groups and we were pleasantly surprised to find out it's not what you think it's not everywhere we go there's ghosts a lot of what they do is debunk fake ghost yeah. stuff and yeah. so it's it's very interesting i just want to mention that but back to the edgewater mm -hmm. you know we're going to be going there now in three weeks may and 22nd may 22nd that's right and we are even more excited having met with Alicia, having found out mm -hmm. a little more of the history. And uh, now we'll be looking for things like when we go and stay in our rooms, like of course, just yeah. to kind of learn a little more of the history, which we do every time anyway. But there's so much to look at, even I when know. you're there, that 
you've, it's a lot to take in. Yeah, I agree. We went back through our pictures and videos and we got home and found that that couch that was ordered by Abraham Lincoln that we so actually, interesting. if you go to the website for this episode, you'll see us all sitting on it. We had already gone and sat on it a I bunch know. of times. We, we had, had no idea. With it. I know. It's so cool. And one of the other things we um, normally do when we're down there, yep. um, this year, the play that they were doing wasn't something we were interested in seeing. No, yeah, it wasn't, um, just wasn't one we wanted to see. Yeah, but they, um, the Garden Theater, that's usually a normal part of our like three, two or three day stay. Right. Um, and Love we go place. there and we see a play or a yeah. musical. And it, something else cool that we haven't done there yet is they do interactive movies. Yeah. So they, you know, it's usually an older movie. Like, like a Rocky Horror Picture yeah. Show kind of stuff. Yeah. And, um, it will, what they'll do is they'll have like an actor that gets up and does um, like um, pre-show games, trivia. There's a costume contest where if you dress up like the movie that you're going to watch, yep. they do a, a costume contest sure. and all of it's hosted by live actors. So they give like probably, you know, local actors a chance to get up and perform. I love it. Um, so they do all sorts of amazing things too. And it's just a cool little quaint theater and we love going there every year as we well. We really do. And some of the examples of some of the old movies that are really cool to see back on screen again, I believe Back to the Future was one of them that they did there. It just reminds me of that would be a cool thing to see people dressing up as and interacting with. Yeah, yeah. And I think like it's Sound of, Mu Sound of Sound Music of Mu that the they're classics. doing right now. Yep, yeah, the yep. classics. So I love that they do that. I do too. I also love, we mentioned the farmer's market a little bit in Winter Garden. That's every Saturday from 8 a.m. to 1 p.m. Mm -hmm. Angie and I have been going to that for ever yep. and it is a you know if you've been to a farmer's market sometimes they're great sometimes they're not this one has top-notch booths all the way through mm -hmm. there's a guacamole booth out. i there. was just gonna say <laughs> if you go there you have to get the fresh guacamole yeah. that's made and get there early because they will sell out yeah it they is will amazing guacamole yeah, there's so many good things out there. And uh, they have like an organic vegetable stand out mm -hmm. there. Lots of good stuff. We love going out there. We still want to go back there to look for some fruit trees. Yeah, so. and they usually have like entertainment down there too. So they'll have a local musician or something. Yep. I mean, it's something you can really make a day of. And down in Winter Garden for the kids, they have like the splash pad area too. So the, you can let the kids play. You can yeah. bring dogs. Almost every single store down there is pet friendly. Yep. I mean, we just went into the Writer's Block Bookstore, which we're oh. hoping to have on the um, the show. We're trying to get them on the show. And I'm going to apply to get my novels put in yeah. there because that place is cool. But what I loved, it's a bookstore, but it says Pets Allowed in the front. And I'm like, what? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. We're totally going to bring our dog here when you we get it. You know we are. That's I very mean, cool. How amazing. It is. And then something we do, you know, for our weekend every year as well is we love the bike trails in Central Florida, the rails to trails. Um, we had, um, we had the, oh gosh, I'm going to remember his name. Give me a moment. Oh, but from rails to trails? We had, um, yes, we had someone from rails to trails on. Okay. I'm going to skip that for a minute and talk about the bike trail. So there's the West Orange bike trail that runs right through downtown Winter Garden. And if you start in downtown Winter Garden, I believe it's like 22 miles of trails. Wow. And it can, it takes you all the way to like Claremont. And it's a little bit more of a challenging trail if you're a biker. Um, cause it's, it's very hilly. 
So you've got incline and declines. Towards you know? the end there, it does get hilly. Yeah, but it's a beautiful ride. It's very shaded. It's got, you know, nature trails that kind of you can stop and walk off the side. Butterfly gardens. It's gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous. Um, and then there's wheel works right in um, at the beginning of the trail yep. in the parking lot area where you can actually, you don't have to have bikes. You can actually rent bikes from them. So, I mean, Winter Garden is kind of like, Hey, we have everything here. Why go anywhere else? We have great restaurants. We have, yeah. you know, activities to do. We have an awesome hotel to stay in. We have entertainment at night. I mean, it's, it's the coolest. It's it, just the coolest little town. It, I love it. One more thing about that rails to trails. So what that means is they converted the old railroad tracks to trails as we spoke to Alicia about. So generally speaking, there's not too many hills, but once you get out to like Castleberry, they've branched off from the original railroad tracks, like Angie's saying. So you got some hills. Lots of Claremont, versatile. Not Castleberry. Uh, I keep saying Castleberry. <laughs> That's because I went to Castleberry yesterday we'll, to get we'll the paint. With, That's what it was. We'll start with this. Yes, Claremont for clarity. We don't know anything about Castleberry. People are going to be like, where's Castleberry? I mean, do we got to keep going? Um, but there's a lot of shaded spots. There's a lot of sunny spots. And I think what you're referring to, Angie, is episode 93 of this podcast. We spoke to Ken Bryan, who's the Florida Ken. State Director. He told us all about some of the history of the trails, some mm -hmm. of the future plans for the Rails to Trails Conservancy, as it's called. And he also told us about the app that's called Trail Link that we just used to find an amazing trail in St. Augustine. So if yes. you like to bike or walk or run or even kayak or canoe, it has paddle trails in it. So check out that uh, Trail Link app. That is an really awesome neat. app. It's a cool way to find things you didn't know about I here know. in Central Florida. There's so much to do in Central Florida, too. Mm -hmm. Like, you you literally could do a staycation every weekend. So, yes. like, and, there's and so I, much to do. You know, we're do. talking about all the, the, you know, healthy activity stuff that you can do mm -hmm. and all that. And I, so I, I don't want to make this sound too bad, but one of my favorite things we do when we go to Winter Garden <laughs> is the, pl of that. <laughs> the Plant Street Market has a brewery called the Crooked Can. This is how we reward ourselves, though, after our 15 that's to 30 true. mile bike ride, depending we, on how far we go. That's true, because we'll go do the bike ride on the way back. We literally pull our bikes right up in front of the brewery, go in. It is so cool. They have so many different kinds of beers. They have a sampler platter, as most breweries do. Which so we get every time. We get every time. There's a delicious barbecue place in there. I'm going to have to get the name of that place. It's called This Little Piggy. Oh, it is called This Little Piggy. Yeah, because right. I was racking my brain and I'm like, what is the name? But what I love about in there too, and this year what I want to do is something a little different when we go in there. Because yep. they, guys, they have sushi in there. They have like a butcher block in there. They have uh, donuts and a mac and cheese oh, place. Fresh donuts. And just so many different things inside this yeah. little shopping center, yep. right? Um, which the main thing is the Crooked Can, which is awesome. They yep. have usually on Saturdays like live entertainment outside. And it's also pet friendly. It is pet friendly. There's doggies everywhere. I love it. I don't think the dogs can go inside where the food is. Yeah, I don't think so either. But, no. you know, there's sitting areas outside and picnic tables. It is super busy. Yep. So prepare for that, yep. you know, prepare for a crowd because it is very popular. Um, but this year I want to do like little samplers of kind of like maybe the mac and cheese place and we go get oh, a little too. something, we kind of share stuff. I, like here I am again, as soon as you said donuts, I remember we haven't tried those, but they're <laughs> freshly made. That's right. So that's our dessert this year. We're going to really reward ourselves <laughs> yeah. the day before the wedding. So we get all um, <laughs> puffed up and can't fit into anything. <laughs> but um, something else they have there is the oxygen bar. I want to hit that oh, oxygen bar that after neat. the trail. That would be neat. And get kind of just refreshed and and I've never tried 
tried that before, so I think it'll be super cool. I do too, and you may be picking this up from what we're talking about here in Winter Garden, but it's all very upscale without being snooty, and that's what I love about it, because yeah. everything's high quality, but it's a real communal vibe, you know? It's not like you're, you feel out of place nice. or anything. Everybody's yeah. nice, it's really cool. You got so. bikers all sweaty in there, you've got, People all you know, done up. families in there, yeah. couples in there, date days, I mean, it's just, it's a mixture of everybody, and I love it very much. I do too, and so anyway, thank you guys for joining us again. We hope you enjoyed the interview with Alicia. As we're wrapping up here, we want to remind you to subscribe to our YouTube channel. We're about to start a whole new channel on YouTube. I know we keep saying that, but we're it's trying coming. to build up a few videos so we can launch with three or four at a time. And that's going to be, you know, stuff to do in Central Florida, three to five minute clips with lots of information, lots of cool clips. So it looks interesting and you get a vibe of what it's really mm. like to go there. You kind of experience it a little yeah, bit. Yeah, exactly. You'll find out the costs, the details, the parking, whatever it is that you need to be aware of when you go. But in the meantime, please subscribe to our current YouTube channel. I'll put a link in the show notes and I'll, I'm not going to say the link here because if you're listening, you can just scroll down and click it. Yep. We also want to remind you to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast if you like it. That really helps us a lot, especially the subscriptions. It, it does. helps drive up our sort of uh, visibility in the podcast apps. That's right, guys. And if you ever need to get a hold of us or let us know if you have somebody to be a great fit for the show or interested in being on the show yourself, Please email us at feedback at fineanddangy.com. Yes. You can also find us on any of our social media under Fine and Dangy or give us a call at 407-490-3899. That's right. And then we also want to ask, you know, what are you doing to help your community or help those in your community or those businesses in your community? Yes. Are you shopping small? Are you walking the talk? Like we want to kind of self-assess each and yeah. every day and ask, our, ask ourselves, how are we helping to improve and make our community a better, stronger place? Exactly. And we also want to remind you, you know, I didn't mention this earlier, but give us some feedback as far as the podcast itself. You know, we don't ask this that. very yeah. often, but if you have any feedback about thoughts, suggestions, guests, you want to be a guest, you know someone that would be a good guest, you have an idea for the show. Uh, a lot of the time, you know, we do a, a, a lot of research into a lot of things. Angie does a lot of work on making sure the content is good. And of course, I nerd out for the technical side. In mm -hmm. fact, right now we're recording on some brand new wireless microphones. Which I love. Yes, yeah, so I'm hoping <laughs> the audio quality sounds good. But, you know, we're free to kind of move around because we don't have a guest in the latter half of the show. But any thoughts, suggestions that you have, please let us know. You can do the same thing there by calling us at 407-490-3899 or emailing us at feedback at fineanddangy.com. That's right. And you know, before we leave, I wanted to give a shout out to um, last weekend, we were at the Apopka Art and Foliage Festival. Yes. And um, Dan had his tent set up for his books and he had a great response from the community. Indeed I did. Thank you for reminding me for yeah, that. Yeah, of, um, you know, people that, you know, f were, you knew from high school that you haven't seen yeah. in years that came over to show their support, just other people we met. We Complete got some strangers, yeah. ideas for new guests on the show that we've already reached out to. Yeah, it was a great event. It was a great turnout. I talked to the mayor because I did a little interviewing while yep. we were there. And he said this is like one of the best turnouts he's seen. And it was just, even though we got rained out a little bit on Sunday, the 
rest of the day turned out amazing. It really did. And it was just a phenomenal event. So I think next year we're hoping that Fine and Danji will have a booth there itself. Yes, that would be so cool. And while you mentioned that, Angie, yeah, big thank you to all of you that came out. And to those of you that may have discovered the podcast from the conversations mm -hmm. we had about the books and bought new books and, you know, new fans of my stories, I can't say enough about how humbled and thankful I am for all of your feedback and for all of your purchases that day. Yeah, it's amazing. And uh, I am going to be at another uh, sort of an art festival event over in Altamont on Cranes Roost Lake in November. We'll talk a little bit more about it when we get closer, but I've already registered. That should be an amazing event. There's a wine tasting section. Mm -hmm. There'll be live bands. That's the Wine Fest or is something, it called, isn't it? I think it's it? called the Wine Fest. Food yeah, I'll have wine more details. Festival. Yeah. yeah. Um, but that's We've like, actually been to that. Yeah, that's like in November, so that'll be amazing. Yeah. And guys, thank you so much once again. And remember, at the end of each and every day, it's, it's all, all fun and dancing. Dance.